Okay, here we go. Yeah, it's uh, Tuesday. We usually do this on Monday. I should say I don't do it. Chad usually does does this on Monday. But uh, since we had best of yesterday, we have a chance to uh, give some fresh, overrated, underrated, properly rated. And I guess this will be a holiday edition because we're just coming off the Christmas weekend. And I'm sure that you have some overrated, underrated, properly rated uh, based on things that maybe happened at your house or with your family or on the road, whatever. 651-461-9226. Your texts, your phone calls, what is overrated in your world? What is properly rated? Uh, what is underrated? I think anybody who's supposed to be flying Southwest Airlines, Ugh. I would say that is massively overrated. How the hell can an airline totally shut down like that. Isn't I don't crazy? get it. I know. I don't either. They were so ill prepared for everything it uh, sounds like and there's no there's nothing anybody can do about it. It's crazy. Pack your patience. Yeah. You hear that? Yeah, I'd go nuts. I'd be going nuts if I had to wait in line for, you know, 2-3 hours. Oh, terrible. Uh that's Laura Oaks by the way. She is uh doing news here and she is uh joining us uh, for overrated, underrated, properly rated. Laura, why don't you start us off? Okay. And then I'll give the new guy Josh some time to come up with some overrated under underrated stuff. Sounds and good. then I've got a litany of them. So go <laughs> ahead. Go okay. ahead. Mine do have kind of a holiday theme to yes. them. Yes, good. Good. Overrated Hallmark Christmas movies. Now, I have a little bit of a backstory with this because I actually kind of was trying to get Chris, my husband, who you know, yes. to watch just cheesy movies yeah. with me this holiday season because they're funny. Sure. They're funny and predictable, and we get a good laugh out of it. So we did watch a couple of them. We watched one. Well, we watched the one that was made in Duluth, Mary Kiss Cam, which was hilarious because they shot it in the springtime. So you see like green shrubbery yes. and beautiful trees and open water. Yeah. <laughs> like Superior behind them. But that was fun to watch because of all the Duluth references sure. and scenes and everything. Everybody has a UMD Bulldogs jersey and Oh movie. really? Oh yeah. It's so they could just go over the top. Yeah. It was great. It was just silly and fun to watch. Especially since we both went to college in Duluth. That yeah. was a good So did I, by the way, That's for a right, year. You did. I yes, was a bulldog for a year. Yes, yeah. you did. Okay, but these other two, well, there was one other that I wanted to watch because my little my heartthrob Justin Hartley was in it, and so I enjoy mm, watching him. Okay. But as a family on Christmas Eve night, we tried to watch one together that was so bad, we had to turn it off after about ten minutes. It was terrible, like the kind where they're they're trying to depict texting conversations oh, in the yeah. movie. So you see, the little, yep. yeah, like the little texts come up on the phone, yep. and, and this girl. It was about this musician who was getting her big break to go participate in a contest put on by something where she was hitting the road with her guitar in her little old VW van, Mm -hmm. making her way down to Nashville or wherever she was going. But Sounds like a good plot. All along the way, she is talking, like making a video of herself while she's driving, talking into her phone, taking selfies everywhere. And it was just like, oh, my God, this is awful. So we turned that off and watched something else. But anyway, that's my overrated. I really wanted to get into some cheesy movies this year, and they were just so bad I couldn't even do it. Now, yeah, I've seen those where, like, sometimes you'll get, like, a B or a C-list star will be the headliner. Yeah. But then all the other actors are Canadians. Oh, yeah. Well, they're probably shot in Canada. That's why I I assume they're shot in Canada and they they hire a bunch of Canadian actors. Yeah. Even like so it's supposed to be taking place in the southern U.S., but everybody has Canadian accents. Yeah, yeah. Not authentic. Right. My underrated is my husband Chris's cooking and entertaining skills these past few days. 
unbelievable the things he's that he's a bon has vivant. Been, oh, he's amazing. He made us beautiful steaks one night. Yesterday, he put on an entire Christmas party for his family in our tiny little house while I was here working. Wow. So, yeah. Like he cooked. What does that he, What does that say about you? He didn't want you around, or the family, well, his family didn't want you around. What's I didn't going on take there? The day off, and then this thing got planned, and I couldn't not come to work. So you know, I was just late to the party. I still saw everybody when I got home, but he put on this beautiful spread hors d'oeuvres. He made a ham. He had drinks and wine for everybody. It was just lovely. It's like I walked into this scene of this fabulous party going on in my own house, and Love I didn't it. have to do anything. To make it happen. Way to go, Chris. Yes, he's Bravo. Really, really good at that stuff. I just want to say bon, he's a bon vivant. A bon vivant, I love yes. saying that again, yeah. Yes. And then properly rated, something that I was also reminded of just this holiday season because I've been listening to a lot of Christmas jazz. Mm, yeah. Jazz drums played with brushes. Yes. Yes. I just love it so much. I love it. I wish I could do it myself. Well, once you get... Learn the guitar. Why don't you learn some drums? Maybe I should. That'd be fun, right? Chris would appreciate that, right? Oh, yeah. Got a drum set and just hammering away. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Before we get to uh, Josh here, are you done, Laura? I'm done. You can hang around, though, right? Let's go to Mark, who is uh, on the uh, Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Mark, uh, you got something for us? Go ahead. Yeah, I have uh, just an underrated. All right, go ahead. May shock listeners, but the most underrated food of Christmas is lutefisk. Oh. It is a wonderful delight for the senses, if properly prepared by a good Norwegian uh, uh, bachelor farmer. Let me tell you, you don't know what you're missing until you've had good, flaky lutefisk. So they have lutefisk at bachelor farmer? Well, no. They don't have that at bachelor farmer. No, but I'm a good, and I used to be a bachelor, but... A good Scandinavian boy growing right. up on this on this soupy codfish. If you make it right, <laughs> bake it. You must bake it. Put a little salt on the top, pull the excess liquid out of this thing, and it's light and flaky All right. and delicious. Got, I would try it. It's got to be the preparation because I said it before. I've had it twice in my life. The, fir- the first time I had it, it was pretty good. Or I shouldn't say good, but it was tolerable. It was fine. Second time I had it, it was g- grotesque. Ugh. Josh, have you ever had lutefisk? I've never had it. I have not, and, and I'm partially Norwegian. Did Mark sell you on the lutefisk? Um, the trust issue might be a factor yeah, in all of that. Who's cooking it, and uh, if it's if they know what they're doing. Well, yeah. th- thanks for the call, Mark. We'll uh, we'll 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 take that into consideration. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. All right, Josh Wheeler, new guy at CCO. Anything uh, anything jump to mind here? Overrated. I'm going to get a lot of a lot of heat for this, but Elf on a Shelf is overrated. Ooh. I don't think you're going to get a lot of heat. Uh, I, I just really, <laughs> I'm so tired of hearing about where you're hiding your Elf on a Shelf or wherever you're hiding it throughout the house. I think it's and here's the problem. One of the too. weirdest holiday traditions. It is ever. weird, and if you're a parent doing it, uh, you do it for I don't know three four days, and then you realize you wake up and you're like you wake up you in the forget. middle of the night and you forgot. And then you got to explain to your kids, well, I guess the elf didn't want to move last night. He found a good spot. <laughs> Lazy. Uh, yeah. It's like that, you know, the same with the when you forget the money, then you got to make an excuse for the tooth fairy. Mm-hmm. You got to make excuse for the elf. So, yeah, I, I'm agree. I agree with you on that one. Elf on the shelf. Properly rated Yule logs. 
It's it's good. It's cool if like you need the TV it. Yule log. Yeah, you mean? like yeah. if you don't have a chimney, obviously you know you don't want Smokey the Bear coming after you for setting your house on fire. A Yule log on your TV Agreed. is the way to go. It's a it's a it's a happy medium for not having a chimney. You know what the problem is now though? Got too many options for the Yule log. It used to be just one <laughs> channel, or maybe you had one with the classic music and then one that's just the log and this log sounds the fire sounds. But now we've got different Yule logs for different genres. Oh, we do. Oh, yeah, they're all over. They're so we're it's Yule Logapalooza. Yeah, you're right. Uh, But yeah, just the traditional. Yeah, if you don't have a fireplace, you know, you got the high def television now. It's it's pretty cool and actually kind of feels warm, like it gives off warmth. I think that's like (laughs) psychosomatic, where you feel like it's actually giving off warmth. Yes. All right, good one. And then this one's kind of holiday related, but just because I've more recently started doing this holiday brunch. Have you guys ever done a holiday brunch? Mm, like out at a restaurant or just, like yeah, that just you being make able to house. kind of go get, you know, a couple of mimosas, maybe some yep. nice ham and oh, eggs. Oh, that sounds nice. Some steak to start your holiday off right. I know a lot of restaurants aren't necessarily open on the holidays, but you don't, I mean, you can go Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, yep. Eve. Like, I, I think holiday brunch is probably the more underrated facet of uh, meals because I think just having a traditional Christmas dinner is too, I guess, cliche. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had Sloppy Joe's for Christmas Eve dinner with my family. That's not a bad way to speak. Like, mm-hmm. Nobody well, ever, said, nobody ever said you had to have ham or no. turkey or any of that stuff. So. Change it up. I'm yeah. all for it. Brunch, I'm all for let's that. do it. But brunch, yeah. Or as my uh, father-in-law this weekend was calling him, Formosus. Formosus. <laughs> Formosus. Yeah, he kept saying, Formo- who, you, you want a Formosa? And we're like, Formosa? What are you talking about? Does he doctor it up with something? That makes no, he had to. Uh, he just couldn't say it. He just couldn't say it. Okay. And we had... Uh, we had screwdrivers instead of a Formosa, so it's got still the orange good. juice. Still tasty. Still tasty, absolutely. <laughs> All right, 651-461-9226. Call us. Text us. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. It doesn't have to be holiday-related, but, you know, it's top of mind, so let's figure it out. Uh, I got one for you. Champagne, overrated, mm. especially with uh, New Year's coming up. Champagne is overrated. I think uh, it's too sweet sometimes. Too sweet, and so, uh, sometimes you get one that's extremely dry, and it sucks the moisture right out of your mouth. That's yeah. also not good. Stick with the screwdrivers. So that, uh, yeah, stick with the screwdrivers. Champagne overrated. Much more. My choice is coming up after the break. All right, here we go. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. People who uh, underrate severe weather storms and don't stay home. Yeah. God, you look out uh, east in New York. People dying in those snowstorms. It's awful. Uh, somebody suggests the Minnesota Vikings are overrated. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know if they're overrated or not. Are they underrated? We really don't know. They we don't winning. know. They keep winning. They keep winning. And yes, they beat bad teams, but they do it. They beat them. And they've lost to a couple really good teams, but we'll see. Uh, Formosa, by the way, is the former name of Taiwan. Correct? Very good. <laughs> Dan Cook checking in. He says the Darth Vader Yule Log Ooh. is better than all other Yule Logs. Of course he would say that. i got to see this. We don't need a Star Wars Yule Log. <laughs> Come on, come on, Dan. You're better than that. You're a man of you're a man of God, Dan. Worship only one God, not Darth Vader. <laughs> All right, here I got a long list here. Uh, properly rated is Christmas. I love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday. Uh, so much so that I get bummed every year when it's over. And Do you really? I woke up. The uh, Monday morning, and I bummed, oh. just kind of bummed. And then I had my girls all weekend, and then I dropped them off at their moms, and I was really bummed taking the kids back, and it just sucks, you know. It's, yeah. I, I mean, I you know, it's life, and they get to spend time with their mom and do Christmas, and but it's just, it's, it's a bummer when you have that wonderful, close, yeah, intimate it, time together, and then you have to 
split. Had them all weekend, and yeah. just, it was full of love, and we yeah. were a blended family, and the kids were all getting along. Oh, we all had the dogs good. there, and it was just great. Yeah. And then uh, we went over to uh, the in-laws on Christmas morning and Christmas Eve, and then I had some family on uh, Christmas night, and it was just just wonderful. Good for you. And I set up an old-school like cocktail bar, <gasps> and I thought of you when I did that because we got this one little a segment in our kitchen that's usually reserved for like our coffee maker. But I said, you know, I'm going to make a little bar there. Yeah, cool. And I set up an old school, uh, like kind of a, just like, like a tray, and I put, you know, all the bottles we had on there. Nice. And cocktail shaker and various glasses. Do you have an ice bucket? Ice bucket. Yep. And uh, and I, I have this old photo that I bought a couple years ago and haven't, it's framed, but I haven't hung it anywhere. But it's a picture of, uh, um, Woody Guthrie mm. with his guitar that says, this machine kills fascists. And he's sitting in like this, looks like a pub. Mm-hmm. And there's these old men around him. It's a black and white photo. And I stuck that behind the bar and it was like cool. a perfect spot for yes. it. So, yeah, properly rated my cocktail bar. Um, I'm going to say this, and this has nothing to do with Grundhoffer's Old Fashioned Meats. I had a prime rib from Grundhoffer's and I had a ham from Grundhoffer's. The ham was unfriggin' believable good. Mm. It was so good. Uh, it was delicious. The prime rib, I cooked it. I actually cooked it perfectly. It's first time I've ever done a prime rib. Sucker took about four and a half hours, wow. but it came out perfectly. How do you even cook a prime rib? Is it like low and slow kind of a thing? Yep. A lot okay. of people do it different. Some people sear I did not sear it. I just saw you, you turn your oven on to 500 degrees. 500? Stick wow. the prime rib in the oven for 15 minutes at 500. Then you turn it down to 150. Actually, my oven only... The minimum temp on my oven was 170, Okay, but I was monitoring the temp and I actually got below that. But then you just you don't open the door, mm-hmm. turn it down, and let it cook. In fact, I talked to somebody the other day. They accidentally turned off their oven, but it still cooked oh, wow. over the period of like three, or, three hours to four hours. Once it gets so hot yep. with that first blast of 500 yeah. degrees. Yeah. But my overrated is this. The, prim- the prime rib is overrated. Mm-hmm. I just I like other cuts of meat better. I I'd I take a steak, like a good uh, tender, a good like uh, fillet, or a good uh, ribeye over prime rib. I'm a brisket guy. Brisket too, yeah. Brisket's great, but yeah. I mean, it's, it's delicious. I mean, I, I eat prime rib, but I, as far as ranked against other meats, I suggest that prime rib is overrated. Um, what else do I got here? Uh, the nineteen properly rated the 1991 World Series. Now, why am I bringing that up? You ask. A major league, MLB channel was airing their like twenty greatest baseball games of all time, uh, and last night they had I think it's this broadcast is already like ten years old, so this was filmed in like twenty eleven I think, but so they went over they ranked at number two as Game Seven of nineteen ninety one, and they had Jack Morris and John Smoltz there who were the starting pitchers for the Braves and the Twins obviously, and so they and it was Bob Costas and Tom Verducci and they slowly went through uh, inning by inning the game. And just reminded of like how cool that game was, mm-hmm. and, and it's sad that we're still clinging to the 1991 World Series as the you know the big championship. But it was very cool how they did that, and you forget just how awesome it was for for Twins fans. And then I forgot like Gene Larkin, who hit the game winning hit, his left knee was about the size of a cantaloupe, and I never noticed <sighs> that before. They showed it last night. You see his left knee; it's huge. You're kidding! So he was hurt. You know, he had a bad knee. Wow! And they, he came out there to you know pinch hit for the game winning hit. But Larkin's left knee was just insanely swollen. Um, yeah. So yeah. Nineteen ninety one World Series properly rated. 
uh, properly rated the leftover lounge. Amen to that. What's that? Uh, well, I think it's just all the leftovers you oh, have. Just, Our okay. fridge is full with. Uh, yes. We we've got the ham. We took the prime rib. My buddy Bob Brandricker sliced it thin and flash is flash freezing it. We're going to eat it at the end of the month when we do our outing up north. Oh, fun. We're going to make French dip sandwiches Good out idea. of it. Good idea. Uh, underrated. Positive stories like the one in New York Times about the couple in Buffalo who allowed 10 stranded Korean tourists to stay with them during mm. the storm in Buffalo. I heard Jordana yesterday talking about that story, and she nailed it. Uh, God bless those people uh, among us who will open their homes to strangers in need, yes. especially that time of year. You know, no room at the inn. You hear about that story. And then conversely, you got the clown, the governor of Texas, doing a stupid political stunt, dropping off migrants at the home yeah. of Kamala Harris. Uh, it should reflect nothing on the uh, the immigration problems in this country, the border security. Yes, those are legitimate issues. But stupid, pathetic stunts like that on Christmas Eve, yeah. letting a bunch of people out into the cold just to prove a point. How very Christian of yeah. uh, Governor exactly. Greg Abbott, by the exactly. way. No room at the end, right? Because Jesus, I'm sure, would have done the same thing. Uh, just disgusting. And, the, and conversely, but God bless those people who uh, would welcome those strangers into their homes who are stuck uh, in that storm. 651-461-9226. Thank you, Laura. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, uh, Josh, for participating. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Jamie Ucas, uh last week heard on the air with Chad. She she got the vid for the first time she avoided it. Uh, she got COVID. We'll update Jamie. She'll update us on her health and uh, talk about some of the other news of the day. Jamie Ucas next on CCO. All right, here we go. Tuesday spot at one thirty means it's time for Jamie Ucas. Merry Christmas, Jamie Ucas. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, Adam Carter. How are you? Oh, well, let me ask you. I heard I was listening last week, and I, I sounded like you had a cold. Then you broke the news. You got the vid. How, how's it, how are you coming through with it? <laughs> well, I'm back at work. I'm testing negative. Started That's testing good. negative on, let's see, Christmas Day. It was a Christmas miracle. Nice. So was it? how bad right? was it? How bad was it for you? To be honest, um, I never really got that bad. I'm congested. Yeah. I'm still congested. Yeah, it sounds like um, it. Yeah. You know, yeah. But I, other than that, I was very, very tired, um, but really didn't have any other issues. So I feel pretty lucky. So how did you, did you have to, was it just you and uh, your fiance, uh, like, locked down for? Well, we, we, well, we did have his son um, okay. for the week, too. So we all masked in the house. Yep. We did rooftop movies outside, distance. Um, and he so far has continued to test negative. So we That's feel good. pretty lucky about that. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I I heard you, too, talking last week. You're like you were, you were so disappointed because you wanted to be that person who never got it. I felt the same <laughs> way. I, I came through 31 months. And I did so many tests. Did you really? I lived, My wife got it, you know, and I, I'd never separated it. I'm thinking, well, I'm going to get it. Never got it. I'm thinking, well, maybe I'm somehow immune. Wow. I got it right at the start of October, and I did not have a pleasant experience. It was horrible for me. It was like it was like having was the it? it was oh. like having the flu and strep throat at the same time. I had the worst. Oh no, that's terrible. Oh, the worst sore throat I've ever had in my life, and I hate having a sore oh. throat. You know what is a good hack I'm for a sore throat? You know what's a good hack for a sore what? throat? marshmallows really yeah eat marshmallows it soothes the pain in your throat i, I my wife is like hey, try, try it i'm like uh i'm not a huge marshmallow fan but it worked it was great interesting a little tip a little tip for you you can put that on the news hot tip. 
Hot yeah. tip. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, so uh, you're getting ready for your new show. Um, is that coming on yeah. soon? I was, uh, have you resumed? Like January fifth, uh, everybody. Wow. January fifth. I know. You nervous? You excited? How's it going? I'm excited. Yeah, no, I, we we did a full rehearsal today, so we did the the seven, eight, nine, um, and it went it went really well. So it, I I think we're we're starting to get excited. When you do a rehearsal, is it like a real time rehearsal? So you actually do like all three hours? Yes. Wow. Exactly. Yep. You got it. Uh, I'll never forget. You know, you if you're aware of the show here in the Twin Cities called uh, Twin Cities Live on Channel Five. Right. Um, it's, yep, it's, I re- yep. remember it fondly. It started back in 2007, and I remember they had an open casting call at the Mall of America, and I, at the time I was encouraged to go, to go do it. So I waited in line at the Mall of America, and I got up okay. there, and like I sat there in front of a camera, and they asked me like three questions, and it lasted about 30 seconds. I'm thinking, wow, that was a waste of time. I didn't even – well, I got called back, so I was one of like okay. 10 contestants to do – uh, to pick to become the host of Twin Cities Live, and I even we did like fake shows at Hubbard Broadcasting, and then I made it down to like the final three. <laughs> and I'll never forget like it, we just had to do this segment where we're sitting there and talking to each other, you know, like just kind of a chat segment. And I just had a right. brain freeze, and I had no idea what to say. And I started talk. I just made up the story, like, "Hey, I know someone who saw you at a gas station the other day." And my co-host is looking at me like, "Really weird." And I like had no idea where I was going with the story, and I just made up this story, and it was just really bizarre. And then I, I probably realized, you know what, live television probably isn't for me. <laughs> and that was that. That was that. So good on you that you can do that. Uh, this, how about this Southwest flight thing? I mean, what do you make of this? As somebody, oh who, as somebody who travels as much as you do, um, I cannot even imagine uh, being in that kind of position where you've got to wait hours on end and then just totally have flights. Can't, well, basically, the entire airline shut down. That's just, it's crazy. Well, and it sounds like, you know, there's a whole lot of back and forth about it too, right? Because yeah. it's like, Oh, it's it's because flight attendants and pilots got you know pushed to other places, and now the uh, I think the flight attendants union is coming out saying no, 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 this is your computer upgrade problem. So now you've got all the finger pointing happening, even within the airline as to what happened. But I, it's just been a nightmare for people, and I feel so bad. You know, it's like at the holidays, you just want to get to where you need to be, and you just want to get home. You know, it's like uh, I just I feel for so many people this year. I feel like between the weather all the different illnesses going around, um, you know, like my, my poor brother, my mom, you know, stayed in Minneapolis mm-hmm. so she could have Christmas with her grandson and they've got the stomach bug Ugh. that's going around. So it's like, you know, they didn't get together. It's like, it's just, it's just been a nightmare holiday season for people. Yeah. The sickness and you know, you, you hold your breath because everybody got together and now you're wondering, you know, what's, what's spread yeah. amongst your family members and stuff like that. Exactly. And that you know, kind of get that uh, other shoe dropping after it's over. That's a, so I started the show today talking about that. Okay. Over the last few years with COVID, with just the political landscape of this country, I, I saw the Washington post had a thing, 15 reasons to be hopeful about 2023 and for some reason, okay. I, f- I do feel hopeful. And I think I kind of felt hopeful last year, like, okay, we're kind of coming out of COVID. Um, it's still with us, but I feel like we're learning to live with it a little more. And I feel like whatever, yeah. I, and I don't know if it's just based on my being Pollyanna, but I feel like the political uh, 
just the intenseness, the the the, the vitriol we hear. It's not going to disappear, obviously, but I feel like that's no, less. but it does seem calmer for some reason. Don't you feel yeah, that way? I, I mean, do, I don't know what that is. When you look at twenty twenty three, do you feel like? A, do you do you feel hopeful for twenty twenty three? I always feel hopeful. Twenty twenty was <laughs> going to be the best year of my life. <laughs> How'd that go? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, I'm always hopeful. I just, you know, obviously next year we don't have a midterm. We don't have a presidential election. So I, the hope is, you know, that there will be less uh, just by means of the news cycle, yeah. right? That it'll be a little calmer. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I things have to get better, don't they? That's what I, I Don Shelby. I had Don Shelby on last hour, and I love talking to Don. And I asked him the same thing, and he basically said the same thing. He's like, when you're down at the bottom, there's only one way to go. And I wouldn't see we bottomed <laughs> out. But, yeah, it's like sooner or later doesn't I, – I just feel like sooner or later, like there's collectively, as a people of the country, we have to just say, you know what, not, we've had enough of slinging mud and yep. being in the crap that it's time to, like, you know, actually come together as much as we can and be positive. And, like, and I don't know if it's social media has to, if the shine's rubbed off of social media now where it's like, you know, this isn't exactly healthy for me to be on here all day. And it isn't real life. And, uh, you know, just no. actually talking to people again. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Uh, so the New Year plan, are you, are you working over the New Year? Or, uh, d- first of all, do you like New Year's Eve? Do you think New Year's is a is a fun <laughs> holiday? I don't really, even though I, because I I don't. I feel like it's like the kind of second fiddle to Christmas and like oh yeah, New Year's Eve. Especially if, like me, I go to bed now at like eight thirty at night, so it's like I don't want anything to do with New Year's Eve anymore. So it's really not that much fun for me. What say you? Well, you know, it's funny. I um, I've never really cared about New Year. I'm not somebody who makes resolutions. I nope. feel like that's yep. just setting up for failure. Agreed. Like you should be able to just, yep. you know, throughout the year you can make changes and be better, um, you know, with certain things. So I, I don't know. I've never really gotten into it. But since we had COVID over Christmas, uh, Doug and I are looking at trying to maybe do something kind of fun for New Year's. Um, yeah. I don't know what that looks like yet. And the, the funny thing is the weather out here, we desperately need rain. So I'm not complaining about it, but it's supposed to rain all weekend too. So um, it's like, do we try to go somewhere, but mm-hmm. then it's going to rain? Or do we just like, you know, book a nice dinner? I don't, you know, but I hate going out on New Year's Eve because right. I feel like that's when everyone who doesn't go out goes out. So I don't know what we're going to do. It's um, we're still a little bit up in the air. Did uh, L.A., did you guys get the deep freeze, too, as much as uh, everybody else did? No. we No, as a matter of fact, we had this crazy weather system. Uh, it was 80 degrees here yesterday. Wow. Uh, it was 75, I think, on Christmas Day. Um, today it's supposed to get colder through the day. We're actually supposed to get rain uh, this evening, which generally means for you guys with the jet stream, you guys should probably be getting more snow in, you know, like three four days. Oh, goody. Well, at least we're out of the deep freeze. Yeah, it was it was crazy fair. cold, and I was you know this being a native Minnesotan, it's like it's twenty today, and it feels glorious. It's like oh my god, it's so nice out. It's twenty degrees. Well, that's, <laughs> it's funny because people ask me, you know, like who've only lived in Los Angeles, and they're like, "What is it like when it's below zero? And I'm like, "Oh, you can't feel anything. Like, you know, you go to breathe in, and your nose hairs freeze. Like, it's pretty terrible." That's pretty apt. That's pretty. That's pretty fair. Okay, a couple of New Year's champagne, yay or nay? Do you like champagne? 
I like Prosecco. Yeah. Not really. I don't really like champagne. I don't like the bubbles. Yep, Prosecco is the way to go. Good for uh, mimosas, yeah. too. Uh, secondly, and uh, Aperol spritzes. I'm a big fan. La di da. I don't know what that is. It sounds delightful. Yeah. Ooh, uh, secondly, Italian. how late is it? Uh, when is it too late to wish someone a happy New Year? Chad goes off on this one. He says, like, it's like two. He gives it two he days. Does? He says, like, it's two days. Like, after two days, you can't say Happy New Year. <laughs> I say, well, we all know what a curmudgeon oh, he yeah, is. So. Right. He's fair minded. <laughs> I say a week or no two weeks. You you know two weeks, and if you if you see someone you I haven't feel like seen, the month of January you can. Can yeah. you do it the whole month of January? Yeah, if you haven't seen. And now, if you're saying this is you know Happy New Year to the same people every day, but yeah, if you haven't seen someone, you haven't seen them yet in the New right. Year. So you go Happy New Year. I mean, how how long do you? You know, like I feel like you can tell someone happy birthday up to a month after their birthday. Like, oh, ha- hope no, you had a happy oh, birthday. no, 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 that, no, no, no. They're happy birthday a <laughs> month later. What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, happy birthday! Why don't you say it ever all year? Hey, happy birthday! Hey, thanks. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Uh, that reminds me too when we used to do our TV hits. I forget. I think. Who yeah. Was it? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the anchor was. I forget the name of the anchor. But Chad goes, hey, it's Carter's birthday today, so everybody's wishing me a happy birthday. It was October. My birthday is until January, so one of those funny <laughs> moments for TV. Hey, thank you for taking the time uh, with uh, the second fiddle today. I appreciate that. I'm glad you're uh, on, no, the, on the road I, to recovery. You're not second fiddle. Well, appreciate don't, that. don't tell Chad. I always enjoy talking to you, too. I do, too. Uh, so uh, happy New Year, and I'm going to preempt it. I'll you say do. happy New Year, and when I talk to you, maybe I'll host in two months from now. I'll wish you a happy New Year again. There you go. I like it. Thanks, Jamie. I'll be prepared. Take care. <laughs> Take care. There Bye. she goes. Jamie Ucas on News Talk 830 WCCO. I forgot about one underrated, Josh, and you'll have to help me with it. And Gopher fans, listen up. Uh, you PJ Fleck fans, listen up. I got one big, massively underrated, and that's next on CCO. My thanks to uh, Jamie Ucas for joining us. And we did uh, overrated and underrated properly rated. Yes, I know it's Tuesday, but uh, we didn't have it Monday, so we did it today. By the way, my name is Adam Carter. I'm at Chad. Nice to meet you. Josh Wheeler is at the uh, at the board today. Josh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Uh, thanks for bringing me flowers today. I appreciate that. Oh, nice yeah. touch. Nice touch. As long as you pay for dinner. Uh, uh, you got it. Uh, how do you like McDonald's? <laughs> uh, so I forgot one of my underrateds. And listen up, Gopher football faithful, as you prepare for the Pinstripe Bowl. And by the way, uh, PJ took the players to see the nine uh, eleven memorial today. Uh, bravo! That it's probably uh, it's good that they're getting some of that culture out there and seeing that. I yeah. think that's uh, good for those young folks to see. But PJ Fleck, Jerry Kill, underrated Jerry Kill. Jerry Kill can't stay out of football. It's like he, he it pulls him back in every time. So much so that he took the job at New Mexico State, uh, what might many could, would consider one of the worst football college football programs in the country. They were two and eleven last year. So everybody's saying, why on earth would Jerry Kill decide to coach New Mexico State? Jerry Kill and the uh, New Mexico State. Aggies were seven and six this season. Yeah, they lost to the Gophers pretty handily, but they were seven and six. The New Mexico State Aggies and Jerry Kill were in the Quick Lane Bowl last night, and your New Mexico State Aggies beat Bowling Green in 
the pin, uh, no, excuse me, in the uh, quick lane bowl. Yes, it's the quick lane bowl, but Jerry Kill turned around to Mexico State. All hail the killer, Jerry Kill. Underrated. All right, here we go. I want wrong answers only. I want your New Year's resolution. Wrong answers only. I'll start with this one. I'm flying Southwest Airlines exclusively next year. That's my New Year's resolution. 651-461-9226.